0: Welcome to the first in a long time joint low post hoop collective podcast from the floor of the TD Garden, where the Boston Celtics, behind a pretty scintillating two way performance, have asserted control of the NBA Finals 116 100 over the Warriors, despite Klay Thompson coming to life, despite 31 points of pick-and-roll brilliance from Stephen Curry, including a four-point play on a seven-point possession that got the game within two in the patented third-quarter avalanche. The Celtics had a response every single time. They went small a lot, but they won big. A huge game from Robert Williams, a huge bounce-back game. Grant Williams had a good game, 15 offensive rebounds for the Celtics. And Brian Windhorst. I know you harp on this every day. Eight turnovers in the first half for the Celtics, just four in the second half, and to me, that's the series. If Boston wins the turnover battle, they are going to win the championship.
1: That's right. Now, uh, it depends on where you want to draw the line. The stats are different, but now 13-2. and two. By the way, we know that this is legit because it's been years since we've done this. Years. But your, your notes from the game... This takes me back to our last time we did this. I got red, sharpie,
0: and yellow highlight because, Wendy, it's midnight. I'm tired, and I just need to see something in red that reminds me to say that one thing. (laughs) Stop laughing at me. Many pages of notes. No, two. Two pages. Two.
1: Both sides. Uh, So Celtics had less than 16 turnovers, less than 15, whatever it is. They're undefeated. Well, they're not undefeated, but they're 13-2 and two when that happens. And then Jason Tatum, this is also a big stat. And it's not just about Jason Tatum, Zach, but it's more indicative of the way the Celtics play in general. When Jason Tatum has seven or more assists, the Celtics are now 18-2 and two on the season. They've won 15 in a row. When that happens, he had nine assists. And it was indicative, again, of just shared scoring. So they had um, five players in double figures. Um, Three players over 20 points. You put all that together, the type of performance that you need to to win a finals game. And you mentioned it. Steph Curry, this is the first time that Steph has been – it's not clearly that he's on the underdog, and I know that they were the favorite coming in. If the the Warriors to win this series – I don't know if, I'll just say, I think the Warriors are the underdog.
0: They are the underdog. They are the
1: underdog, and Steph is the best player. And this is the first time that's happened. Steph has always been on the better team. And in 2019, he was on the better team until two of the three stars got injured for the whole series. Not whole series, but got knocked out for the series. This is the first time he's had this situation. And, you know, I wonder where LeBron was tonight. You know, I know he's been in Europe. I don't know if he's back yet. But I'll bet he was drinking with a glass of wine saying, yeah. Now you know what it's like. It's hard. It's hard when, when you got it going, but you but your team isn't the best team.
0: Am I allowed to make fun of you for bringing LeBron into this? Minus no, go three ahead. Minutes I mean, into the podcast? What am I supposed
1: to say? I, I watched the opposite side of this four times in a row.
0: Let's um, start with your point on Tatum. Nine assists, and I thought – and JVG nailed this on the broadcast. I was listening to the broadcast for part of the game. The early passes – were really notable and it's like not just early like early on the drive one fewer dribbles not into a crowd it was early so early that it caught the warriors defense leaning the wrong way the best examples were he hit Grant Williams in the right corner with Bealitza on him in i i think the second quarter or the third quarter i can't remember but Bealitza played only the first half i think right um and Bealitza was leaning into the paint Grant Williams beat him for a floater and then the gorgeous cross-court laser to Peyton Pritchard for a three just just fantastic passing um, by Tatum you know what he
1: reminded me of tonight when he was driving into the lane and distributing out to the perimeter LeBron
0: there we go again what you know who didn't remind me of LeBron was Marcus Smart in the first half With the the over-the-head, was the the over-the-head Luca pass in the first half or the second half? That was
1: an incredible moment of Marcus (laughs) Smart, what the F are you doing, man? I think he did it three times in the game, where not only did he turn it over, he led the wide receiver out for a free touchdown pass the opposite side. Of course, I think one time it was Steph, and he turned into a three. But yes, those are the kind of plays that if you're a Celtics fan, it drives you crazy Yet Marcus does it. However... Marcus's bounce back from Game Two was a one of the big reasons why the Celtics were so much better in tonight's game.
0: Twenty four points for Marcus Smart. That snuck up on me. That didn't feel like twenty four points for Marcus Smart. He made three. I actually said on NBA Today, I, we all picked our X factors, and I picked. Or we, it was a who raises the Celtics ceiling, and you can't pick Tatum, and you kind of can't pick Brown. I picked Smart, and I actually said. He's never going to shoot 6 of 9, but if he gives you 3 of 7 from 3, lo and behold, 3 of 7. Um, let's, let's talk about uh, the, the thing that we should actually probably have led off with. Uh, the Warriors only scored 106 points per 100 possessions tonight. That's bad. Their half-court offense was 92 points per 100 possessions according to Cleaning the Glass. That's really bad. And
1: What was it? Do you have what it was in Game 2?
0: what do you think i am i got five windows well, open I, here the no, game just ended man I, I
1: just think that in the half court they haven't been great no it was bad state. it's
0: been bad in all three games and that's my point my point is they're feasting in transition when the celtics give them turnovers well, when that faucet is shut off they can't get anything going and the the guy we should really be leading with Wendy, is draymond green two points three assists that's I don't the think, number. I
1: don't think we should be leading with him because he didn't have any impact on this game whatsoever. But that,
0: but that's that's why we should be leading. Why we should be leading with him for a guy who's loud and in your face. He's had a very up and down playoffs. He's had a very up and down finals. He did nothing tonight. I mean, defensively, he's always doing something. So half the game, he remains elite. But and and I think that's not only about Draymond Green that assist number three assists. It's about the Celtics are taking away all the beautiful game stuff in the half court all the splits all the pin downs all the back cuts with an exception here or there their switches have been on point they're 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 snuffing all that stuff and I think that's deflate like he just doesn't feel like he has a role in the half court offense right now
1: yeah and other so, than screening for Steph well here's the thing Steph is Steph has been devastating in the high pick and roll and so they've just gone to it and I think it's indicative of where Steve Kerr might feel this series is I'm not sure that he feels like in the half court his team can generate shots against this, against this uh, Celtics team. So he, he did this a lot in game two. He goes to the Steph high pick and roll. And I think if you're going to lead with a role player, I think we should lead with Robert Williams because awesome. in the third quarter where the Celtics got blown out by double digits again, it's now plus, I believe, 45 in the three games?
0: I, it's I, They showed the graphic. It's plus a lot in the third quarter, minus a lot in the other three quarters yeah. for the Warriors.
1: So, Horford was out there in drop coverage. He did come up one time, and it led to a seven-point possession. <laughs> and he's like, well, that's the last time I'm coming up. Uh, and he got called for that flag. And I still don't quite understand. Maybe you understand the rule more than I do. I mean, I thought it was an offensive flop, seeing it live, and then also seeing it on replay, but... I guess the rule is about giving the guy space to land. The landing
0: space is a point of emphasis. The shooters know how to exploit it a little bit. It struck me as an okay call. I'm not sure I want to give you the flagrant on that, but that's the rule. Like I like I is know, the four point play not enough? Like, did you not think it was a flop? A flop is a. I don't think of the flop. I I don't. I'd have to watch it again, to be honest yeah, he, with you. We're doing this right after the I game. Know, There's still he, a buzz about in the arena. Yeah,
1: he, I thought he jumped forward and then fell down. But anyway, that was the last time that Horford was going to come up because literally the next possession, they ran it again, and Horford stayed back, and he heard Curry hit a shot again. Now um, he actually gave the Warriors the lead there for a brief second. So in the fourth quarter, Robert Williams. Now I thought there was a chance that I was like, I wonder if, if he's just going to go small. Like, and he's going to just have all switching. But instead, you know, Ime Udoka knows his team. He went back to the starting lineup of big with Horford and Robert Williams. And Robert Williams, who looked spry tonight, some nights he does, some nights he doesn't, on that knee, he got up into Steph. Steph had three or four turnovers in the first two or three minutes he ran into that wall a couple of times and I thought Robert Williams helped get them helped the Celtics get the momentum back with his activity on the defensive end and sort of shut off that stuff pick and roll
0: I I just I mean I guess some days he wakes up I mean this is what I've heard some days he wakes up and he feels good and some days he wakes up and he feels bad this was a feels good day because he looked he's blocking shots around the rim he's rebounding and I agree with you like Horford that drop coverage stuff is is We call it drop coverage. I mean, the Warriors are setting these picks at half court. So he's dropping, but he's like three feet above the three-point line. Like, I'm not really sure what else you're supposed to do. Now, on a lot of them, he is too far back and they got caught like that. But the thing with Robert Williams, to your point, is he can be in exactly the same place as Al Horford, exactly as far back. And he's more dangerous because of his ability to get up off his feet quick and block shots. And you could see Steph trying to figure out, what am I doing here? And by the way, you can see Steph in this series. He's taken a lot of tough twos, a lot of pull-up long twos, and I, like the Celtics are thril- Steph, thrilled with those shots.
1: I thought Steph was absolutely great tonight. He was I thought, scintillating, scintillating. I thought in game one he was brilliant in the first quarter and then fine the rest of the game. I thought in game two he was good. He was good. Tonight I thought he was great. And it wasn't enough. And I don't know. I don't know if we may be saying that again. We may be saying that again a couple times here because the way I'm watching this series, I don't know, man. I mean, I, you know, Clay was, was obviously much better tonight.
0: Clay had a game, it was coming.
1: It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough.
0: Well, a couple of things to what you said. Uh, the, I'm looking at the numbers now. The Celtics lineup that I think has been their best lineup of late. Is the small lineup you talked about, and you mentioned maybe he'll go back. Email will go back to that white, smart, brown, Tatum, Horford. That group was minus 10 tonight. It played the most minutes of all Celtics lineups, and I thought in the first half it gave him good minutes. And just like a coach who has a good feel for his team, he said, You know what? I like the size. We're bullying him on the offensive glass. Let's bring they the did. big lineup back. And it really, really worked. And Grant Williams was good. Rob Williams was fantastic. A great bounce back game for him. But the Warriors, the story to me, is they just don't know who to play. And one of the more surprising stats to me of the night was Gary Payton Jr., Gary Payton II, rather, playing only 11 minutes. If you had set the over-under before the game at like 22 and a half minutes, I would have taken the over. And I thought they had found something with that Curry, Payton, Wiggins, Porter, Green lineup. We didn't see too much of that. We saw Porter, we saw Steph, Clay, Wiggins, Porter, Draymond a lot. Then we saw Peyton with that group some, and you know they just are floating. We, you see, Bialica come in; they're floating through these I, lineups. I they can't decide an interesting who to play. Moment
1: when Bialica tried to go against Robert Williams at the rim, and thought it was going to go well, that was that might have been the moment Steve said, "Maybe not tonight, Nemanja."
0: Don't 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 try don't try the time lord. But they just they and there was one play where Peyton – Dove to the rim, which is what they want him to do. Yeah. But Draymond was in the paint, and I think it ended up in a turnover. It was all clogged up, and then I think after a timeout, they took Peyton out and put Porter back in Well, for I know shooting. why
1: he didn't play Peyton more, because he played 11 and a half minutes and he was minus 13. And I thought he
0: would play a big, big role in this game, and I was wrong. And, you know, they're just they, – they, they recycled the pool party lineup a, a lot today. The super small – I'm trying to figure out where – how many minutes that played, I'm looking it up now, but they, they uh, here it is, you know, only three minutes of the pool party, plus eight, so they, they tried to go for it with that group a little bit, and you can see Steve Kerr just kind of struggling with, like, what's the best two-way lineup we can put out against this team? The Celtics are just really good.
1: Yeah, um, and again, I think when the, when the Celtics don't help their opponents with the turnovers, I, I, they're the best team, and that's what happened. And they have, they still have the home court, and I'm just, you know, because, because you know, because the Celtics are not, have not proven that they can handle their business in an efficient manner. This is still very much a series. But if the Celtics have a night where they handle their business like they did tonight, they're the better team. They're just a the better team. They what, are.
0: What's the stat? What's the stat about the Warriors have won a, a game on the 26. road? Twenty six. 26 playoff series in a row? Yeah. Wow.
1: Goes back to 2013.
0: Well, let's see it.
1: So sometimes when a series is 2-1, in fact, the last two series I've covered, actually, I take that back, the last three series I've covered, all three series this year were 2-1 after three, and I felt in all three of those series, whoever won game four was going to win the series. I don't necessarily – feel that way right now um I because frankly the Celtics have too much variance they you know they can I
0: still have barely recovered from game seven in Miami like I I, like I wake up in a cold sweat sometimes thinking about the Jimmy Butler shot I can't believe I feel like we should have just paused the NBA for a week to talk about that game I
1: know but that's my that's my point like they faced an absolute bazooka from Giannis okay They were on the road in an elimination game at the champs' place where they'd won, like, 13 out of the last 14 playoff games. And Tatum dropped 46, okay? Then they're in Miami, and they're so much the better team, in my opinion, and they survived that. I mean, they didn't... Their getting here is both an ode to their... And by the way, I don't remember how... They skated through by the skin of their teeth in games one and two against the Nets. They're, them getting here is both an ode to how great they are as a team and also how they can't handle prosperity. This is now 7-0. and 7-0. Oh, oh. I, I we'll wait and see what the stats and info people come up on this one. 7-0 and oh, when they've lost a game in the playoffs. If only starting your fitness journey was as easy as starting this podcast. The truth is, all the lift big, get big, and beach body ready in three weeks pressure stops most of us from even starting. And starting is what matters most. It's everything. Wherever you're beginning and wherever you want to be, Peloton encourages you to just start with thousands of classes to get you moving and doing what you can. Even if that's just a 10 minute low impact class, they have those too. And when you're ready, take it up a gear with a 30 minute live deep J Ride. Start with Peloton and find instructors that will keep you motivated to stay on your fitness journey. Learn the basics and build from there. Remember, doing something is everything. Get started with a Peloton bike or Bike Plus rental at onepeloton.com bike slash rentals. Terms apply. Com. sign up today claim based on total games carried on sports networks sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package
0: i, I love a game four in a 2-1 series because it feels like the swing well, it's
1: better game. than a game four in a 3-0 series
0: well it just it feels like such a swing moment like either the series is going to be just nip and tuck the whole way or now it's like okay a massive comeback is required by the team in this case if it is three one that has home court so that adds a little a little more drama just a great i I thought the celtics defense tonight in the half court was just awesome i think their
1: defense in the half court is awesome almost all the time
0: they they had plays where and smart had a couple possessions like that first of all white's screen navigation all series has been fantastic and it has allowed. We don't
1: typically talk about screen navigation on the Hoop Collective. Well,
0: welcome, welcome to the crossover event. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, um, Mark. And it allows Marcus. I don't Ma-
1: think uh, McMahon knows what that is. Yes, he does. Okay.
0: Um, and it's allowed Marcus Smart to guard Draymond Green or Jason Tatum to guard Draymond Green. And Smart had a couple possessions where he did the thing that the Warriors force you to do, and it's impossible. Nobody can do it. Where he's helping in the paint of somebody. And then he has to fly back up to get to the point of the screen because Steph or Clay is coming on the screen. Then fly back to the paint, then fly back up again. I call it the Golden State Yo Yo. And he rode the Golden State Yo Yo and was where he needed to be every single time on a few of these like really, really high intensity possessions. They're a half court defense. And just the way they, like, there was one where Clay came off a screen at the top of the arc, kind of open. Decent, decent contest, but kind of open. And Jalen Brown, I think, off of no, it was Tatum off Draymond Green at the top of the arc, next to Clay. Just flashed, just flashed like five feet. I'm big, I'm rangy. I don't care if Draymond Green shoots. I don't really even care if he cuts. I'm just gonna get into your line of sight. And I think it was the like weird leaning three that Clay ended up taking that missed badly. They're just, they're just long and rangy. They make good decisions. They're smart. It was just a masterful half-court defensive performance. Why doesn't Looney play more minutes? It's a good question. I mean, I I think, again, to the point of the Warriors struggling to figure out who they want to play, my educated guess would be they don't think they can score enough with Draymond and Looney on the floor because they're not going to pound the Celtics on the offensive line. They don't think they can out-big the Celtics, and their spacing will be terrible.
1: Because I just think one of the things that you see here is this. And this happened in the last series. The Celtics size shows up. It shows up. It doesn't show up all the time, but it shows up. Um, So the uh, Steve Kerr after the game, I don't know if I want to jump to any conclusions. here. Let's jump.
0: Let's jump to conclusions. But he,
1: you know, late in the game when they had that pile up that resulted in Draymond. Oh,
0: no. Are are we doing this?
1: Well, in that play, Steph, you know, Horford landed on Steph's leg. And I mean, I don't even know how to classify. It was just a pileup. It was just a scramble for the ball.
0: That was a. There was a lot of. That was like an eight car pileup.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. I mean, I haven't. I just watched it live. I haven't seen a replay. I of can't
0: it. believe it wasn't a jump ball. Like Marcus Smart actually came out with the ball, didn't he?
1: Yeah, and then Draymond threw him on, <laughs> threw him to the to the to the floor.
0: All right. So what is Kerr saying?
1: Well, Kerr said that we'll know more tomorrow on stuff. That sounds like imaging to me, but I don't want to jump to conclusions
0: no i wouldn't jump to conclusions i will say when players get not just a pain to look on their face but an angry pain to look on their face i get nervous because they know their bodies really well and they seem to and like he would be i don't know they, the anger is what on the anger and disappointment in his face is what is what um worried me but he stayed in the game did he not i mean for 45 no, he, more seconds yeah or he something. came they came out
1: right after that um um, several people made the joke that I, that Kerr shouldn't have waved the white flag because it was still a two-possession game. Because it was a 14-point game. That's not bad. That's not bad. Because you know, it was, they had a seven possession, they had a seven point possession. But uh, you're you're checking your
0: phone now for comments. I don't have. I've not looked yeah. at Twitter for one second. Has there been any commentary on whether you know Horford's play was quote unquote dirty? Mark Jackson on the broadcast said, "I don't think it was a dirty play. I certainly thought it was like a non-event. I mean, it was an event, but I didn't think it was." Uh, so you dirty. were?
1: I was out here in the bowl. I think you were watching on TV. I didn't see a replay yet.
0: It didn't look so, bad to me.
1: I mean, in looking at live, it looked like just bodies flying everywhere. Yeah. But I also know that this gets real sensitive. People get upset when, you know, guys land on other guys' legs. Um, so Steve said that um, he he didn't take him out because of the injury. He took him out because they, they were down 14 and there's a game in, you know, less than 48 hours. It, it, he said he didn't deny that it was a it was concern, but he'll know more about it tomorrow.
0: Well, and obviously, you know, this goes back to Marcus Smart diving toward Curry early in the year, which had a, inspired a brouhaha between these two teams. With I Kirk. don't know how
1: you possibly, I mean, again, maybe. No, I'm not drawing a line. Evans.
0: I'm just saying it's it's now twice with these two teams, right, and Curry.
1: Yes, that's true. And that, obviously, I mean, you hope that Curry is healthy because they have no hope without him. But, um, you know, this is what happens. This what happens in playoff series. You know, guys get banged up.
0: Should we do the thing where we do, like, who's the finals MVP after three games? That's my favorite thing is, like, wait, let's do the finals MVP ladder after game two. Okay, <laughs> guys, there might be five games left. Why are we doing this? I'm joking. I don't want to do the finals well, MVP Well, I
1: would say that Jason Tatum has yet to play great. That's what I said about Steph. Steph is playing, had played good. I thought he played great tonight. I don't think Tatum has played great yet. He was 9-23 of 23 tonight and he's re-aggravated his right shoulder that he injured in the last series he had a stinger in the every last every game season. he he's yeah he he injured it right out of the gate tonight so i don't know if it's affecting him or not um, um i
0: you know we talked about this a little bit on tv did didn't play great thing it's like i he you're right he hasn't played great i thought he was very good tonight these are the two best defensive teams in the that's league that's fine it's like fine. it's just it's really hard. Yeah, the, I like it. the level
1: of execution is super, super high. But I'm telling you, it's in there. I'm not saying he's gonna get it, but it's in there.
0: Jalen Brown has been kind of a rock in this series. He, he he can sometimes get lost in the shuffle between Tatum's sort of supernova greatness, the smart roller coaster ride and defense, and like Jalen Brown just sort of Well, he had
1: he had points and assists and rebounds tonight. I know that's kind of a basic statement, but like he like seven rebounds in the first half. Like he was impactful in many different ways. And that up was for
0: up for an extension this summer, by the way. Now a lot of people talking about that.
1: His agent was at the game tonight.
0: Yes, he was. Um, so
1: I'm sure notes are being taken. Uh, he probably won't extend, no, you know, because uh, it behooves him better to wait. Um,
0: I would place the odds on a Jalen Brown extension at less than 5%. Right,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's probably not going to happen. Not because anything with the Celtics, just because the rules and the stuff.
0: Is there anything else you wanted to hit in this game?
1: No, and they need me at TV. Oh, so. they need
0: you at TV? Excuse, yeah. excuse me.
1: <laughs> not to end this low-post tube collective you know, pod too soon. But. Well, it's just been a while, Brian. I'd like to talk to you. There's a
0: 100% chance that talking to me is more interesting than whatever you're going to well. do now
1: that's probably true but i won't tell i won't say what i'm about to do all right brian so.
0: winhorse we will reconvene for the low post Soup collective joint podcast Friday. in about 48 hours almost on the dot yes thank you and for your time after midnight it's great to see you great we'll do it you, again Zach. soon Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Taco Tuesday over salad? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com hoop, all lowercase go to shopify.com/hoop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com/hoop